Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada. This episode brought to you by CBS News Radio. It's never been so important for Canadian radio to have access to essential coverage of American events. Learn more at MomentumMediaNetworks.com. On this episode of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast, Mike Cosentino, president of content and programming for Bell Media, on the philosophy behind the recently launched CTV Superhub and staying competitive in an increasingly crowded media landscape. It's not news to anyone that there's been an ongoing digital shift in terms of how people are consuming television. Do you want to talk about the impact that that's had on Bell Media's uh, television properties over time? Sure. Well, no, I think over time, you know, in the last uh, several years, the shift of viewing of, of all consumption of long-form TV has shifted to from the TV to other platforms, right? So um, as as we, the viewers, are used to now watching... Um, you know, our television on, on, on websites or apps or smart TVs or, or third-party platforms. So um, we have been, I think, really, really ambitious in keeping up with the platforms and, and the evolution of where we're putting our content. And so we've got a pretty ambitious strategy, and um, it's obviously important to be where your viewers are. So that's today in 2018. That's, that's on every device you know that that reaches consumers and viewers whether that's something you're holding in your hand or the smart tv on your on your screen so how has that changed your content strategy the content strategy has always been to commission and acquire the the most compelling tv shows so that really hasn't i wouldn't say it's changed our content strategy what it might have changed is how we how we look at the windowing of our content, how we negotiate certain deals and, and you know make sure that our programming reaches viewers across different sets of platforms, which may involve different sets of rights, all these complicated things. But ultimately the content strategy, a good a good T V program as as it's been said, is is good whether it's on a you know, an iPad or on C T V through your Bell Five, you know, um, relationship. So content is content, and, but the consumption of the content, I think, is what's evolving. So what kind of conversations have been happening at the executive level that led to the idea of creating a CTV super hub? We're living in a world, and we're very aware of the world we're living in as a, as a competitive landscape, right? We're living in a world where multiple global television brands are operating in our market, direct to consumer, um, more to come. And we're living in a world where we here at Bell Media, in my portfolio, we have some 15 cable channels. You know, we have CTV, CTV2. We've got at least two news services and five sports channels, all branded TSN. So we've got a very robust portfolio of, of TV channels and many, many, many brands. And then we've got our iHeartRadio strategy and we've got our, our, our television operation in French Canada. So when you look across our portfolio, when we talk about distribution and getting our services on third-party devices like Amazon Fire Stick or Apple TV, we have very strong brands with Crave, with CTV, with TSN. But as we ourselves look at our own portfolio of channels, each one of them having their own app, each one of them having their own website, each one of them having their own TVE, you know, TV Everywhere, um, digital presence, 
again, 15 or so brands, even looking at ourselves, we could tell ourselves that's too many. And so time to consolidate, you know, and will we get, you know, 15, you know, TVE icons on a, on a dashboard of, of a digital dashboard. And then we look at our competitors and they have 15. And, you know, we look at, we look across the universe of traditional television companies and there's, you know, in our view, you know, maybe too many, too many brands. So, so we started talking about how we could consolidate our brands and leverage the strongest brand that we have, which is CTV. And so with our owned and operated services like Gusto, which is our food and lifestyle service, with Bravo, which is our premium drama channel, with Space, which is our sci-fi service, and with Comedy, which is our comedy service, we had a bit of an aha moment and thought, okay, let's, let's look at this through a different lens. So CTV comedy, CTV sci-fi, CTV life, CTV drama. If we pivoted and did a bold rebrand of four owned and operated services, then the entire suite of programming that lives in those disparate services today can now fit under one CTV icon on, you know, pick the platform, Apple TV, CTV's app. So the CTV app, regardless of where that app is populated, is now one door through which, you know, the entire spectrum of programming can be can be seen. You know, and then we have some of our international brands, our discovery suite of program of channels, our, our you know, e branded entertainment service. So C T V news is obviously part of the conversation. So inside the C T V app, certainly with a consolidation strategy, we're leveraging the C T V brand, we're bringing you know, tripling, doubling down on our program content delivery, putting it all under one brand, simplifying the the message and then also delivering some of the other programming that could be complementary. What does that do? We're creating one CTV universe where viewers know what they're getting. We'll have, you know, think of the Crave version of that CTV universe, poster-driven, on-demand, and live streaming, all brought to, you know, a viewer on their platform of choice, you know, through their subscription to that, that service, and so in an authenticated way, delivering the best content all again under one door or through one door I should say. That was in a nutshell how we arrived at, you know, the super hub concept. We've we pushed it through a, a few scenarios. We looked at it through some you know, we did some number crunching. We looked at, you know, of course so now under the C T V Super Hub you have Big Bang Theory sitting next to Handmaid's Tale, sitting next to Star Trek Discovery, sitting next to the Good Doctor. So you can cross populate and cross pollinate and cross promote um, programming across audiences you know, and, and hopefully one plus one is three. What we wanted to do, if, if I could continue for another 30 seconds, was to create a bit of a lightning rod moment where we announced two digital channels that were going to kickstart the whole Super Hub experience, CTV Throwback, CTV Movies. So the CTV site today is the entire CTV entertainment um, spectrum of programs, the CTV network shows, if you will. Plus now we launched 500 movies and about a thousand hours of iconic TV series from uh, the entire catalogs of programs like Community and Rescue Me and Flashpoint and all kinds of great programs. And this is all ad for, ad, uh, free to consumer, free to users, simply ad supported, um, a reduced commercial load. So the CTV universe just got a little bit bigger 
and this is all in front of the wall. It's all entertainment unlocked, and we're trying to drive, you know, uh, a little bit of momentum as we head into 2019, which is when we plan to do the the Phase Two Super Hub launch with the rebrands. There are some really interesting choices on CTV throwback and CTV movies, like for example, all eleven seasons of the Jeffersons. Yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> How did that collective catalog of of what's up there right now at launch come together? The entire collection is foundationally through the through a singular deal with one one very large, very successful Hollywood studio, Sony. And so the entire so so what you and I see now on throwback and movies was the crackle inventory in Canada, effectively, without you know, but but effectively, you know, so so this is our first step into this area was was a um, you know massive deal with one studio who have a rich and storied uh, inventory. So you get the Jeffersons, you get Facts of Life, you get. Spider-Man, you get a really diverse suite of programming, and we'll refresh that programming. Ten movies a month, uh, at least one new series a week. You know, programs like Dawson Creek are already now number one ranked on the Super Hub. So we've got a we've got a little race going internally on what on what the most watched shows look like. The Sony Crackle platform never really took off in Canada. Where where does CTV expect to find that sweet spot in terms of uh, you know drawing audience to the CTV uh, Super Hub? Well, the good news is we're already the number one sort of destination for entertainment in Canada today with respect to long form programming in terms of free free to consumer programming. So CTV is already generating millions of views on a monthly basis and. And this is where you can watch Grey's Anatomy and, um, you know, um, Cardinal and Big Bang Theory and The Launch and The Good Doctor. And so while we're in the current season, those uh, programs on demand show up on the CTV site the next day. So having had that kind of momentum, you know, we think that, that the crack, you know, the Sony, this kind of selection of TV and movies, first of all, we didn't have movies. So this is the first real movie play for the this, this hub um, and again we'll we'll unlock 10 movies a month and we think we have a terrific um, lineup coming each and every week so that inventory just gets bigger but I think the idea is there is so much great programming to offer and if it's if it's a show you've never seen then it's new to you and of course we're living in a world where uh, what's old is new and so resurgences of some iconic franchises and, and we'll be dipping into our own pockets uh, you know you know flashpoint is already there and we, we'll, we'll add orphan black soon and so there's a there's a rich history of our canadian productions that will populate onto the onto the throwback site what do the numbers tell you as far as cable subscribers who are going online to watch some of the current series the the, the bd partners that that we have across canada do a great job of making uh, of getting you know, their consumers who are subscribers to our cable channels into the service. So it's a really, it's a simple authentication process. You, you show up, you press play, it asks you which service you're, you know, a provider you're a subscriber to, and then you put in your one-time password. So, so the numbers are, are, are getting better. Um, I think, I think this is becoming a, a simpler execution. And I think, you know, as we get used to it, authenticating into systems, more people come aboard. Certainly right now there's, you know, we, you know, put everything behind that wall and make it available to our valued subscribers. 
and those numbers um, look like they're picking up. And one of the ways that throwback in movies will help, you know, again, is that's unlocked. So if you want to watch Spider-Man, you may find yourself next to Handmaid's Tale, and you may have an opportunity to watch it, um, and, and maybe you'll subscribe to Bravo, you know, because we sampled an episode on the, in front of the wall and you fell in love with it. So there are still more eyeballs on your current television series in real time oh, yes. on television. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the vast the vast majority of audiences are are showing up in the in the linear time period on on the scheduled time period. But sometimes you know the pickup on on a PVR and the numbers we're seeing on you know is substantial and and that is growing you know you know yearly. So what's important for us is to is to make sure that we can find. Um, a way to marry that viewer to a targeted ad, to a dynamic ad, and make sure that the that the advertising experience isn't clunky, that it's clean and targeted, and that's that's developing too. There are platforms that are more ahead of the curve than others, but we're slowly getting there. So, with Bell Media also owning its own SVOD service, mm-hmm. Crave, how do you balance that uh, with what's being offered on the CTV Super Hub going forward? It's a great question. So it's a, it's a little bit, um, you know, the crave the crave value is around those terrific programs, the HBO brand, the Showtime brand, the Stars is coming. The collection of programming on Crave is by and large not the collection of programming on the Superhub. You know, so we're we're taking great care to window when there is overlap. We're taking a little bit of care to overlap them so carefully that that we don't erode the value of why you want to subscribe to Crave. So for instance, the current season of Big Bang Theory, the one that's on TV Thursdays at 8, is the, is the, are the episodes that show up on the CTV Superhub. If you go to Crave and you subscribe to Crave, you are watching any and all back seasons of Big Bang Theory. Those back seasons are not on the Superhub. So a little bit of the windowing exercise I refer to by driving the value. If you're a Big Bang fan, please enjoy 10 seasons you know, more than 200 episodes, you know, on Crave. If you're, if, if you really want to just enjoy the current season, then, 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 uh, you know, they're there on, on the ctv.ca, CTV app. Are there any anomalies in the context of online viewing where, in particular, certain series are performing exceptionally well on the digital there's, side? There's, um, yeah, I would say there's some anomalies. There are programs that will perform better online, maybe than they do on, on linear um, or in the digital universe than, than maybe in, in, um, in a traditional TV world. And those might be programs that you and I might think of as skewing to younger audiences who might be more prepared to settle in and watch a TV show on an iPad or a, a laptop. But for the most part, a big hit on, on CTV linear services are, is a big hit on CTV online. But there are some there are some programs that will punch a little higher, um, depending on how how youthful in air quotes that that show feels. Looking deep into your bio, you have a content trendsetter award under your belt. Right. Do you have any bold predictions on the future of television? I, I would predict more great content. I, I think we're I do believe we are seeing we may have hit the tipping point on serialized drama. I think the procedural is making a comeback. I think there is an arms race in in sort of premium content. I think you're seeing, you know, what what we'll call movie stars moving into the TV space. I think there is a a gold rush on on you know why you want to be a TV writer, a TV star in our universe today. It's a it's a very um there's a, there's such a lot of 
content providers and and everybody's getting into the content game, which only means there should be a uh, I think there'll be a, more content than ever to search through. And I think in 2019 and beyond, I think the issue becomes one of discoverability. I think that you know there will be you know a myriad of choices around which services to subscribe to, and I and I wonder how many would be sustainable before you wonder why you're spending you know eight dollars here and ten dollars there and fourteen dollars there, and before you you know you you should have just you know, stayed with something that's bundled. Um, but I think we're going through an evolution. But overall, I think it's a, a really good time to be a lover of television. Do you think the streaming space is, is getting too crowded and that viewers are going to get underwhelmed or overwhelmed, I guess I should say? I think there's more to come. I think that that will be, I think Canada is, is the Wild West in the eyes of some international brands who who want to explore opportunities here. So, I think we'll see we'll see what happens with respect to how they come together and whether whether there's the feeling of there's too much. So, I think only time will tell. So, you don't think viewers have hit that hit that point. I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of new entries. How do you how do you compete in in that, you know, landscape? Um, I think you compete with exceptional brands. You know, so we enjoy that with our sports brand and our entertainment brand. We have the number one news brand. We have Crave. Crave is, you know, the home of HBO and the home of Showtime. And I think with um, really strong partnerships out of Hollywood, which we enjoy, and really strong production and development uh, commissioning strategies, which we, I think, have, shows like Cardinal and shows like um, Letterkenny, um, I think we can forge a path. I think, you know, in order to, you know, there's a great deal of investment that is needed to to offer your service in Canada. You know, it's a very expensive, um, you know, and and uh, and costly venture to offer your your discrete service over the top and direct to consumers. So, um, I think we'll see more. I think we'll see a, a. I think we expect to see more services enter the market, and I don't think we've hit the tipping point yet. You also oversee development, and one of the deals that was announced was Amazon Prime picking up Corner Gas. Is that an area of renewed focus for Bell in terms of pushing out original content that can be marketed and licensed globally? Well, my teams oversee um, the commissioning of programming and separately the Bell Media Studios uh, Studios division, which we are expanding. So from that point of view, our, our goal is to really operate um, – and produce commission content that we can participate in traveling around the world. Corner Gas is a great uh, success story, and you know Letterkenny is now on Hulu, and um, Cardinal is in something north of 100 countries worldwide. So, so we want to make sure that we can keep producing. You know, Canada has really the best industry leaders in media, in front and behind the camera, the best writers, some of the best directors. We have clearly some of the best actors, and we punch above our weight just like we do in music. So we and kids and, and, and adults, like in all categories. So Canada is a real market leader, and I hear that when I travel um, to other markets around the world. You know, we really should be proud and celebrate that. So for our, for our you know, from our point of view, there's a real opportunity to create original content, and let's, and let's enjoy it here. Um, but let's let's also um, export that, and let's and let's make sure that uh, people around the world, you know, understand and watch and, and see great Canadian television. 
Is there anything that you want to add, Mike? No, I, I mean, look, I, I think, you know, thank you for this opportunity. I, I think, you know, it's a great time to be, it's, it's a really great time to be a viewer. And um, no, matter, no matter where you watch, I would just say, when you watch television and subscribe to a service or watch television and, and watch the ads, you're participating in the, in the value chain. And when you don't watch it like that, and you might watch it through certain streaming services, you're, you're not. You're really, you know, overall, I think it's, it's um, time we as an industry take a look at, you know, how do we protect our cultural industry around, around piracy and streaming. So I would just sort of end on that note, I think. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Thanks for listening to Broadcast Dialogue. For more information about the podcast or to receive exclusive access to our weekly briefing about the Canadian media industry, visit us at broadcastdialogue.com. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, connect with us on LinkedIn, and follow us on Twitter and SoundCloud. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.